welcome to episode six of Thinking Outside the Vault. My name is Zach Garber, and my co-host today is Andrew Swinney. Our guest is C.W. Warwick, Casasa's VP of Consumer Marketing. We asked C.W. to talk with us about marketing attribution and explore why it can be so difficult and what community financial institutions can do to untangle this thorny challenge. I hope you enjoy listening. All right. Well, thanks, CW, for making time in a busy week uh, to talk about this. Uh, we're looking forward to diving into marketing attribution, which is a pretty hairy topic, at least from my experience. Can you start out by just telling us a little bit about what you do at Casasa? Sure, absolutely. Well, first of all, my, my pleasure to be here today. Um, this is a, a great topic to talk about. Um, I am the vice president of B2C marketing here at Casasa. And so uh, me and my team are responsible for executing uh, all the marketing programs for our financial institution partners. What does that look like on a day-to-day basis? On a day-to-day basis, it looks like a, a huge amount of, of activity around executing campaigns, understanding the marketing analytics that really fuel um, the the learning um, around those campaigns and ultimately the, the performance. So we spend a lot of time um, with technology, um, with data and trying to understand, you know, how can we constantly improve our programs? Gotcha. Well, so let's, you know, this blog is supposed to be, or this podcast is we're talking about market, marketing attribution, which to my understanding is all about when you have a new consumer come in, a new account holder, can you trace their journey back to a piece of advertising or to a campaign, you know, uh, you know, a series of, of advertisements that they were shown that they took action on to just trying to put it in really simple terms. But uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about how you think about marketing attribution and how you talk about it to our clients. Sure. Well, first of all, that is the million dollar question, right? Um, if somebody opened up a new account, were they exposed to a marketing program that we delivered or, you know, did they receive a piece of direct mail? I mean, somehow were they influenced um, by the magic of marketing, right? To come in and open up a new account or go online um, and apply for a new account. So that is uh, really the question uh, that drives us day in and day out, which is how can we be um, very crystal clear and accurate um, and have a high level of understanding about what are our marketing activities um, actually what outcomes are they driving are they driving the right outcomes um are is it is the marketing working hard to do what we need it to do so um that is that is the question and so um i will tell you um historically um you know just jumping back to you know two to three years even here at casasa you know there wasn't a, a whole lot of that right we 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 tried real hard to uh measure channel performance when I talk about channel performance, I'm saying, you know, uh, how many direct mail pieces did we mail um, in a certain geographic area? And how many new accounts did we open up in that geographic area following the, the direct mail campaign? Um, how many emails did we drop? How many people opened those emails and clicked through um, to, to the website? But when you operate in an environment where you have online activity, you've got a digital presence, um, and then you have offline activity, which is very much uh, how our business works, bringing those two worlds together becomes really complicated. um, And it's really hard to identify the connectors that you need uh, to identify to understand attribution. 
So, you know, as, as recent as a couple of years ago, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot of attribution. Um, we've been working really, really hard over the last couple of years um, to, to define that attribution, to bring that sort of to the forefront of our programs. And I'll tell you why. You know, most of our, our clients rely on us to, to drive performance. And so I, I'm sure it's been extremely frustrating for um, uh, client marketing uh, partners of ours to invest in marketing. And ultimately, at the end of the day, the board of directors or the executive management um, of our clients, they want to know, hey, we've spent X amount of dollars. What actually did that do to drive people in the door and open up new accounts? So for us, you know, when I say it's the million dollar question, I, I really mean that it, it is super important to our business to be able to um, to present um, and to understand attribution um, at, at the highest level we possibly can. So, so we've been taking a lot of steps uh, to really uh, put the technology in place, um, put the data capturing and analytics in place so that we can start to answer those questions. Cool. What would you say is uh, looking back at kind of the history of marketing, what are some of the most, I guess, friendly channels in terms of attribution? Like it's, it's easy to see where somebody came from and then what are the ones that are tend to be the most obscured, you know? Right. Yeah, that's a super, super great question. And um, as a marketer who's been doing this for, you know, 25 years, I will tell you, I've, I've had an opportunity to sort of, you know, see um, all different levels of, of attribution over the, over the years. So for me, the easiest is um, and has been when you're dealing with uh, an ecosystem that is primarily all digital. And what I mean by that is let's just take a typical e-commerce um, program, right? You're, you're driving traffic to a website through digital channels, whether that be paid search or digital display, which all are highly trackable, even through free tools like Google Analytics, for example. So in that type of ecosystem, you can very easily and at a very low cost start to understand which channels are driving engagement to the website. Once they get to the website, you know, what's the funnel? What's the path? What pages are they looking at? What are they clicking on? How ultimately are they getting to the shopping cart in a, a traditional e-commerce model? Um, you know, is there any abandonment? What's the activity that's going on? For the most part, that digital ecosystem is fairly trackable, right? You, you can understand who comes in, the channels they came in from, um, and what they did after that. So that's probably the easiest. I think backtracking from that, you know, marketers who wanted to understand, okay, that's great. Uh, paid search delivered. Um, paid search is delivering a lot of traffic to my website. Therefore, it must be a valuable channel. That is what we call a last touch attribution, right? It was the last thing a consumer did before they engaged um, and ultimately made a purchase um, or opened up a new account in our industry. Um, but it doesn't give you the insight of what happened before, right? Did I do a Google search because, you know, because I heard this amazing ad on the radio. So the, the online um, experience is probably the easiest. The most difficult um, would be some of our uh, traditional offline channels, right? How do you measure uh, the impact of outdoor advertising? How do you measure the impact of a radio ad, um, a, a traditional broadcast television advertisement? Those can be extremely difficult to understand the attribution within a marketing mix. And then somewhere in the middle, you have things like direct mail and things like email, where there's a level of 
personally identifiable information. We know who we actually sent those marketing messages to. Let's scramble and go back to the back end and see if they actually came in and, and made a purchase or, or opened up an account or did what we wanted them to do. And there you have things like discount codes or, you know, whatever, like the, you know, coupons, the kind of the, they bring the coupon in and then, you know, they got the piece of mail. Absolutely. Promo codes, um, offer codes. Um, those can be super, super helpful. And, and there's also you, you in that question, you bring up a, another really good point to make, which is there's there's this notion of, of sort of, you know, anonymous attribution, if you will. Um, we can we can connect the dots. Um, we can link activities to behaviors. And then there's this notion of known attribution where, you know, you you absolutely can identify that Zach received uh, some marketing messages and Zach, you know, ultimately came in and made a purchase. Um, I was just going to throw in a couple that kind of aren't on our list. And so if we want to stay away from these, feel free to say, nope, and we'll just edit them out. Um, so I guess, you know, you mentioned already um, last touch attribution. And I think that's probably the easiest place to start. Um, but I was wondering if, um, if there's a, a reason to stay away from last touch, um, or is there any instance you can think of that would cause a marketer to misallocate funds uh, based off of that data. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. And, and it, again, another really, really great question. So as a marketer, for me, last touch attribution um, is problematic. Um, and I'll use, um, you know, I'll use our industry as a, as a super uh, example of this. Actually, you know what? It could be any industry, right? I, I read something recently that on average, um, it takes a consumer four to five online transactions or engagements before they actually convert or, or make an online transaction. Four to five. So that four to five could be a lot of different things, right? It could be some social media exposure. It could be some you know, streaming media exposure, some video. Um, so they could be exposed to all these really effective marketing channels. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then when it comes time, they have time to actually take some action. Um, and actually engage in a transaction. You know, what do most of us do? We're like, oh yeah, I remember that brand. I'm going to go, you know, Google it, and I'm going to go place my order um, or apply. Um, so, so last touch attribution in many cases, you know, paid search is or organic search. They, those can look like winners, right? But it doesn't give us the insight uh, and exposure to all of the things that led up to, you know, a, a consumer going in and doing a Google search and then completing a transaction. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, I know specifically to our industry, especially in you know rural areas, um, word of mouth is really huge, and we're seeing that be a major driver or major influencer in social media. Um, so it's having a bit of a resurgence. Uh, that seems like a very kind of difficult thing to measure um, since there is no tracking, there are no coupon codes, you don't know who is a local influencer necessarily. Um, it, this might be an impossible question to ask, but is there a way to get an understanding for that or include that into an attribution model? Or is it even worth the, the hassle? You know, worth the hassle, right? That's, that's, that's such a, a great point to make. You know, I don't, I, I think that it's all worth the hassle. <laughs> Ultimately, right? I think it's all, you know, they're all um, admirable pursuits, right? In the in the interest of trying to figure out what's going on. And um, although I don't know if I'm going to answer your question fully and completely, I will tell you that uh, we are seeing 
social media is becoming increasingly important um, in the conversation that happens before consumers take action um, or engage. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, through the analytics that we can see in terms of, you know, who, what, which consumers are sharing social media um, content, um, which, which uh, you, consumers are, you know, liking or engaging with a social media um, post, um, those numbers continue to rise. We continue to see increased engagement in terms of taking that one step further and engaging with a brand, whether it be, you know, engaging on a landing page or clicking through to, um, to a website. So, so I think it's absolutely worth a pursuit. There's a lot of technologies and tools that are, are, are available, um, you know, for, for companies that can engage and, and make that investment. I think it's well worth it. Um, I also think, and would love your, your thoughts on this as well, Andrew, I, I think we're only going to see, the social media channels uh, rise in importance, increase in importance, um, and become, you know, probably one of the most effective channels that we have just because of the, the new consumer DNA, right? They, they want to have mm-hmm. conversations with people they know and people they trust. And, and that's really the, the funnel and the channel where all those conversations are taking place. Yeah. I mean, I think that could be a, a podcast unto itself. I have a lot of opinions on that front. Um, <laughs> and I think ultimately, like you're absolutely right where the brand will be in that entire equation. I'm not so certain. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely something we, can, we could probably discuss <laughs> another time. Uh, I, I, the final question I'll throw at you before we go back on script is, you know, I think the main appeal of attribution is to see what channels are working. Um, but I, I think a, another important kind of understanding you get from that is an understanding of what your actual cost per acquisition is. Um, and so I think that maybe gets a little harder to understand across a multi-channel uh, marketing campaign because there's obviously weighted uh, variables. You know, like a, maybe maybe you're spending 10 bucks on search, but search is really driving it, but they also need to see that social ad and maybe you're spending less there. How, does, how do you begin to wrestle with understanding what your actual CPA is across a, a lot of channels. Does that make sense? Yeah, it sure does. And everybody wants a CPA, right? I'm, I'm a marketer. I want a CPA. I want to know the, you know, the CEA, CEO wants to know. Everybody wants to know the answer to that because that's a, that's a really important um, key, you know, key performance indicator for sure. Um, we want to know if we want to be able to forecast, right? How much money are we going to need to spend in order to drive X number um, of outcomes? So CPAs are, are super important. So, so here's, Here's the deal with CPAs and, and what, how we're trying to tackle that um, here at Casasa. First of all, multi-touch attribution, a lot of models out there, they can tend to be very complicated. They can tend to give equal weight or you know, have these complicated algorithms as to, to, to what's important. Um, and then try to come to some calculation of, well, how much did it cost us to actually get that person in the door? So. You know, marketers and analysts have been working on this for a really long time and, and trying to, you know, answer that question, right, as accurately as, as possible. Here's what, here's what we do. We, we take a little bit uh, a different approach to this. First of all, um, we do a lot of testing and try to figure out which marketing program in its entirety seems to drive the best results. And for us, absolutely a multi-channel re- approach. And I think, you know, that would be hard to argue with in today's landscape, we're, we're bombarded with messages and, and therefore um, 
you know, we need to make sure that that the messages we put in the marketplace are cohesive and they're always on and they're always strong. That's kind of how we describe our marketing. But from there, what we're, what we're working on now is this notion of um, end-to-end um, tacking, uh, tracking, tagging, end-to-end understanding of the journey. And the journey is really important, right? Because, you know, Andrew, your journey to get to um, an outcome might be different than mine, might be different from Zach's, right? We may all go through that journey a little bit different. So we are um, implementing uh technology platforms that allow us to see those journeys in aggregate, right? How many people go through a four or five touch point uh, journey um, to the ultimate outcome? And what were those touch points? What was the order of those touch points? And so for us, it's a combination of understanding which journeys are the most effective, right? Which channels are people engaging with um, to uh, ultimately end up um, as, as a customer? And then from there, backtracking and saying, okay, now let's dig into some channel level metrics, right? Um, what is our cost per click? What our cost per click on a digital display? Or, um, you know, what are, what are our, how are our CPMs tracking for those key touch points that are, are driving the outcomes that we want? It is not, um, it's not a simple solution, um, but it's for us probably the most accurate because it allows us to do a couple things. It allows us to understand which channels are having the biggest impact and are the most necessary to drive the outcomes. Then we can focus on those channels and say, okay, how can we optimize these channels to be the most efficient and cost effective? So it's really this layering approach of starting with, you know, complete and total knowledge of what's working um, and then trying to fine tune all the steps within that journey uh, to drive efficiency um, and productivity. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm hoping, you know, after we were able to gather these analytics over the next six to nine months, we will be able to get to some pretty specific uh, understanding of CPAs across geographies, different types of markets. Um, and, and honestly, I think from a CPA perspective, I think in this day and age, you know, it, it's hard to put everybody in one bucket. I, I think what we're going to see is it is very market driven and dependent um, or influenced, I should say, on a number of factors, right? Competitive markets, you know, what else is going on in that particular space? Not sure that answered your question, but that, that's no, kind of how we're, we're attacking it. it. For sure. Yes. That makes total sense. Cool. Well, I thought that was a great answer. Exactly. What do you think are some of the next big improvements that are going to come in attribution? If, um, you know, I don't know what the horizon is for that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, well, first of all, you know, the, the cool thing is, is it's the technology is always evolving, always evolving. Um, you know, at, this year we've spent uh, an incredible investment in time and energy talking to some of the uh, big players in the space in terms of data, in terms of identity resolution, in terms of marketing automation and tracking digital analytics. Um, you know, it's one of the things that, that we try to stay on the forefront of here at Casasa, uh, just, you know, for, for our own programs, but also for um, our financial institution partners, right? Um, we want to make sure that we're always very knowledgeable about what's out there and, and what the opportunities are. And so for us, um, you know, I think the next thing is, you know, continuing to refine our technology stack. Uh, I will say in 
today it's very difficult, if not impossible, to uh, tackle some of these questions uh, around attribution if you, if you don't have technology and you don't have a way, um, a really rock solid way of collecting data and analytics, um, and then the experts to use that data and analytics and understand how to take that insight and, and put it into um, driving stronger performing programs. So, um, you know, for us today, basically two buckets of attribution, we've got this, this known bucket, you know, known people that we're targeting with messages in this un or anonymous bucket, which is a lot of people we're targeting with digital messages. For us, the next evolution is um, crossing or connecting those streams, right? So that we have a very clear picture of online activity that takes place and we're connecting or bridging that activity to the offline activity that takes place. Specifically for us, it's that offline activity of a consumer who's walking into a financial institution, engaging in a conversation and opening up an account, engaging in products and services with that financial institution. That for us is you know, the ultimate goal um, to be able to say, this group of people came in and opened up new accounts and this was the journey that got them there. This is a group of people that engaged with you completely online through their mobile devices or through your online account opening and start to really understand who those audiences are so that we can do a better job of engaging um, and, uh, you know, having conversations in a very relevant way and driving, uh, driving those ultimate outcomes in a very, very profitable way, the high, high, high ROI. Um, so that's really our focus this year. Um, and again, you know, the technology is playing a super big part in allowing us to get to that point. What do you think are some, maybe let's just, you know, for the sake of time, what do you think is the biggest misconception that you run into in the community financial institution industry as far as marketing and attribution goes? Yeah, I think the biggest misconception um, is... I, I'm always, I'm always sort of, you know, it's always interesting to have conversations with um, financial institutions who, um, they, I'm not sure how they think it happens, but I, maybe it's an assumption that it's easy. <laughs> I just think, you know, how do you not know this, right? Um, you know, and and so it's it becomes a very very tough conversation, and I think in many ways those tough conversations have motivated us, right, to figure out how to, to how to answer it. And coming to the answer is extremely complicated. Um, and it does require, as I've said many times, a lot of technology and a lot of expertise to answer those questions. Um, but it's interesting because most, um, most financial institutions, if not, you know, industries, companies at large, I mean, I think only about a third is a recent statistic, only about a third of organizations um, in the United States use any type of, of attribution model effectively at all, right? So I think there's this big gap of, you know, well, you're spending all this money, what are we getting for it? Uh, you know, on one end, you know, a, an expectation of why can't you give me more concrete proof? And on the other end, you know, the extreme level of complexity, detail, investment in time, resources and technology that it takes to answer those questions. I think it's a massive gap for most um, who, who aren't in the industry and, and dealing with these um, challenges every day. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening to Thinking Outside the Vault. 
a podcast produced by Kasasa. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, feel free to email us at social at kasasa.com.